With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day. Better than USA Basketball. That's the, whoo, what is going on, right? What is going on? We'll try and figure out more of that upcoming. We got uh, the Richard Sherman 911 call. It's alarming. Rick Buecher is going to join us this hour. We'll ask him about Team USA. We'll ask him about the NBA Finals. Um, but let's welcome in Amy Dash, of course, is our legal analyst for Fox Sports Radio. Reminding you, Discover Match all the cash back you, you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Amy, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Um, lots of stuff to get your kind of legal legal advice on let's start with the richard sherman story okay yeah. um when it came out yesterday i thought we were cautious look we speculated some there's a lot this is what we think we know as of now he was apparently again by his wife's estimation drunk belligerent was at their house she was kicking him out of the house then he took his car he crashed his car um around a, a in a construction zone then parked it safely off of the highway in an effort to not be seen and then somehow made his way to his in-laws house where he was arrested uh trying to break into the in-laws house here's the 911 call from his wife when he was still at that residence 911 what are you reporting um i i, I need i need officers to my house now my husband is drunk and blue what do stop stop I'm, what's the address are there he any is, weapons? Stop. We, Are there we any took, we took, no, there's no gun. 
I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. Um, okay, so uh, legally, though, no one was apparently harmed. There is the possibility of of a DUI, although I don't know, it, it, it'd be hard to prove because he wasn't in the vehicle, right? There's some, there's some gray area there, and I don't believe he has a DUI in the, in the past. Just in terms of, of legal trouble, how big a trouble is he in? I think if they move forward with the charges that he was booked on, you know, burglary, resisting arrest, malicious mischief, uh, which was apparently related to him attempting to do damage to the door to gain entry, the first, uh, the resisting arrest, the malicious mischief, I'm not concerned about those. You know, one's a misdemeanor, and the other one, he could probably negotiate that down. The burglary is extremely serious. Uh, when they said burglary, domestic violence, a lot of people were thinking, oh, there was a domestic violence altercation, and he ended up hurting someone. Well, the family and the police are both saying, like you said, Doug, that nobody was injured but it's just it's booked as burglary domestic violence because of his relationship with the people in the house. They were family members. Here's where it gets a little tricky, though. On regular burglary domestic violence, it could be first degree or it could be second degree. First degree is extremely serious. It carries up to a year. If he had a weapon or he injured somebody, it would go to first degree. And one of the 911 calls, the father-in-law said that when he was in the car allegedly pursuing his wife and We'd assume that he was he was drunk because earlier her call had said that he had drank two bottles of alcohol. So if that's true, he was pursuing her drunk, and the father-in-law or the uncle, whoever made that 911 call, said he has a, a knife. On, he may have a knife on him. And the 911 operator said, "You mean a kitchen knife?" And he said, "Yeah." Now, if he had that kitchen knife on him when he attempted to get in the house or gained entry in the house, that would raise it to a first-degree burglary which carries up to life in prison. So he'd be in real trouble there. That's going to be a difficult one to overcome. Um, I don't think it's appropriate. Just my opinion. It sounds like this is a person who desperately needs help. If there was an intoxication component, some sort of a mental health issue going on, and this is completely out of character. And here's the important part. If the family does not want charges, I really think the best thing to do for the prosecutor is to you know, maybe he can't get out of the two more minor charges, but drop the burglary charge and try to just use this to get him into some sort of a diversion program or some sort of a, you know, a mental health support services program. Amy Dash joining us, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Amy is super talented. You can follow her on social media. Uh, she's our Fox Sports Radio legal analyst. Okay, let me let me go to the Dwayne Haskins one. Um, Haskins is a guy who's trying to rehab his own image. This doesn't do damage to his image, but it is a weird story to be around where apparently in Las Vegas, some sort of argument with his wife and she punched him, knocked one of his teeth out and she was charged, not the football player. The football player's wife was charged with domestic battery. Um, it, and look, obviously this can occur either way. I mean, it's not, it, it very, very rarely feels like it's, we hear about it, but it does happen. How, how often have you heard of domestic battery, only a woman on a man in terms of the charges? Well, I've heard of it many times. I think it's much more common than people think. Um, sometimes it happens, and I think that maybe the men are less prone to calling the police and reporting it. But here, I guess it was in a very public place. There was a security officer, and, and Haskins said to the security officer, allegedly, that he wanted her out of the room. She hit him. She cut his lip open. As you said, he lost a tooth. And so I think the security is under protocol to call the police when, when they hear of some sort of a domestic incident where somebody was injured. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one, uh, just to say the least. All right, let's get to the big one, which is Deshaun Watson. 22 civil cases. And there's talk now of, you know, like, look, in order for uh, him to proceed, they have to either go away or the NFL has to put him, in, put, put him on the commissioner's exempt list or, or something. Um, have 22 civil cases, granted, they're all the same lawyer. Have you ever heard of 22 civil cases all, and it's not a class action, all going away? No, I don't think, well, I spoke to Tony Busby directly, and I said, what are the chances of a settlement happening here? He said it's highly unlikely because, like you said, there's 22 different women. They all have a different orientation in terms of how they want 
justice to play out for themselves, he said. So even if a couple of them wanted to settle and they were, you know, they felt that they could be made whole with monetary compensation, there are also still terms that would need to be negotiated. And as we've heard through reports, whether it's true or not, there's been some disagreement over, you know, the types of provisions that would be attached to a settlement, meaning that Deshaun Watson may not want to have to admit to doing certain things. He might want to protect his reputation or want there to be a confidentiality clause, and that might conflict with what some of these other women might want publicly. So I think we're we're very far apart, and people are speculating, oh, maybe there's a settlement in the work because things are quiet. I, I know for a fact that Tony Busby just got married, and he's vacationing now in Greece. And um, everything is moving along in terms of procedure, and it doesn't seem to me, at least I haven't heard, that there are any settlement talks. I think the lull has just been because right now we're in the middle of discovery. Depositions will be coming up in the fall where everybody gets questioned under oath. And uh, that could go on, you know, for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 hours. I'm told that, that Watson might have to face up to 60 hours of questioning. All the women would be deposed. And so I think we're just going through, you know, the slow wheels of the criminal justice system. I should say the civil justice system. But on the criminal side, actually, I should bring up that I think we will hear something sooner from Houston PD rather than later. I think okay, so let, let, if, if Houston PD chooses to not press criminal charges, do you believe he'll play this year in the NFL? That is a very... Um, What's the, how about, how, let me, let me, I, uh, per, you know, per, permission to reword, per, permission to reword. Okay. <laughs> What's the likelihood he plays this year in the NFL? I should have said objection, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> the likelihood is, I would say it's 50-50. I, it's completely up to Roger Goodell. You know, Roger Goodell is going to have to make a determination based on what his special counsel and his team of investigators discover. And if they feel that the evidence airs more towards you know, things happening that were illegal with a majority of these women, well, then how do you overcome so many accusers? And, um, you know, I think the NFL is under pressure to come forward with their report and be transparent with it, not like what they did with Washington and Dan Snyder. Uh, they've got to come forward and show what what was found in this case. And so they're going to be under pressure optically, I think, to, to sit him or to suspend him. Or possibly to ban him. You know, that's not something anybody's been talking about, but they could ban him technically under the policy for a first offense. You know, you get discipline for a second offense, you get banishment. So how are they going to count these offenses? If there are, in, if there are in fact 22, and maybe there's none. I mean, that's a possibility too. But if in fact they find, okay, something happened with several of these women, do you count that as one incident or is that banishment? I don't I don't know if, if it happened. I mean, but look, all it does has to happen is once and you can kick him out of the NFL. Right. Like if there's that yeah. level of of. Um, OK, last one. There's the Trevor. Now there's the Trevor Bauer in, in baseball. So we, we have a little bit more information on this one. I'm not sure. And some of it does on some level vindicate him. But man, it's a it's. It's not the type of story you share normally in public, right? So for people, I think most people are aware of the Trevor Bauer story accused of, of sexual assault of a woman who, who apparently was with twice. Um, and his, his attorney tried to get out in front of it and show that there were text messages that this was, uh, that this was what's it called when you, when you agree to it, that this was... Um, rough sex. Uh, yes, it was rough sex, but it, it, it was... Mutually consent. agreed upon, right? Consent, yeah. Yeah, that she consented to it. Um, what's your sense of of his ability to, I guess, get out of this in terms of uh, criminal behavior? And I know the LAPD, they said there's some additional information they've been able to ascertain. Like, what's your sense of if we'll see Trevor Bauer this year? Well, I think the policy generally is that if there are criminal charges, He's going to put he's going to be sat until those resolve themselves. And that's the same in the NFL, too. Um, but I think with this case, it's going to all come down to the injuries, because if, in fact, he inflicted those injuries, he's going to have to prove that she consented to those. And that's where the disparity comes up. As she's saying, yes, I consented to light, rough sex. 
And the te- you're, you're right, the text messages show that there was talk about choking and slapping. But her argument is that I didn't consent for things to be done to me when I was unconscious, and I was unconscious, and I didn't con- consent to the escalation of violence beyond light choking and slapping to punching and scratching and all of these other things she claims were done to her. So if he can't, you know, prove that, and, and that's a difficult thing to prove because it's only two people in the room, right? So it's a he said, she said. So there, if, there were, if this went to court, a jury would look at her injuries and they would look at the law, and generally the law says you cannot consent, no one can consent to serious injuries. The law does not provide consent as a defense to death or to serious bodily injury. So if, in fact, her injuries are serious, then he's in trouble. Mm. Hmm. Do you think he's in trouble? You know, I, I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to make like a medical determination. I try to stay in my lane. So I, it's hard for me to answer that question. I think okay. right now there's a temporary restraining order in place. If it stays in place, um, that's evidence that obviously is going to be considered in an MLB investigation and, and a criminal investigation because that would be a determination by a judge, which carries a lot of weight. And I think we need to see what happens in the criminal investigation. I think we have to see if there are charges. And by the way, there may not be charges for a variety of reasons totally unrelated to the facts. For example, if the accuser changed her story and the prosecutors don't feel that she's credible and that a jury would believe her or if she has, you know, things in her past that discredit her, they may not bring. That doesn't mean what she said happened didn't happen and vice versa. You know, they have to listen to his side of the story and see you know, see whether they think that charges are warranted. It's a very difficult case because there are only two people in that bedroom. Yeah. And and reportedly one of them was unconscious for part of the time. But there are there are some text messages. I, I don't the, the temporary restraining order seems weird, though, because it was a relationship that had on, on appeared to have ended. And so that was. It was almost a look at me. Hey, I can get a temporary restraining order, right? Like it wasn't like he was going down to San Diego where she lived, but it is, it's a fascinating case. I mean, I, yeah, I'll say it could go both ways because you're right. There was no, I didn't see anything that he was showing up at her house or that he actively stalking or harassing her. I didn't see that, but what he was doing is he was, um, so you're right. It could have been a strategic move, but what he was doing was he was, there was evidence that he was texting her and calling her after the fact to see if how she was doing. I think at one point he was offering to send groceries, asking to help. He was really trying to gather information of, uh-oh, how bad is this? What's going on? You know, how can I sort of fix the situation was the impression that I got from the text messages. She's Amy Dash. Check, check her out on uh, social media at Amy Dash TV. She does a great job for us and for others as a legal Analyst, Amy, thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, it's always my pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, ple- pleasure's ours. Great insight. And really, I mean, like, look, it's not stuff that you necessarily want to talk about, but you'd love to know. You'd, you'd love to know. And, and when you show up at the bar, be like, ah, he's not going to play. You know what? No criminal. There's criminal charges. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't know anybody doesn't like this song. You know anybody like doesn't like the song, Ramos? We will. Uh, if they do, they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear this song in the car, I literally turn it up and start singing. Waving your banner all over the place. Guitar solo is pretty pretty stellar too, right? Yeah, it might be a little bit into it. We might. I don't know if we could play it that long. So that's why not. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? Are you you're talking about getting fined or something? Well, you had yeah. to pay for it? Wow, well, yeah. No, it's just, listen, it's, oh. it just happened. Somebody, somebody had to, someone's wrong on the computer. Oh. <laughs> someone's wrong on the computer. Someone's wrong on the computer. It's actually the Doug Here comes. show, right? It's like a shark out in the distance. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, is that a shark? Is that a, is that a guitar solo? Is that a guitar solo coming? It is. Oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, you're in your car. You're doing a little, you got to make that ugly, mean face that, and it's so Queen. That's such a Queen solo, too. Who's the guitarist? Who's Brian, the guitarist? Lee Brian guitar? May. Brian May, baby. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's, uh, let's welcome in Rick Buecher. Uh, Buecher, I, I have... People forget that uh, 15 years ago, maybe even more, when we used to, used to come on game night, you used yeah. to every week give us a piece of music trivia. Um, yeah. in your in your wealth of music knowledge, without any sort of prep, you got anything on Queen for me that's interesting? I got nothing. You mean something that somebody somebody doesn't know? It's a little different now because Queen had the movie out. But I was yeah, just going to sure. say, I, I guess that kind of that kind of kills it. Whatever there might have been, even if uh, sort of first of all, just differentiating between what they might have amplified using in the movie or certainly the things that they gleaned and made present in the movie. Uh, yeah, Queen is not a place that I would go to try to find something that most people did not know. I'm, I'm also, like, I, I'm most of my trivia back in that time, if I'm not mistaken, had more to do with the, the bands or the artists that, you probably didn't know as much about, and maybe their cross-reference with something famous, as opposed to going for something that nobody knows about some of the most famous and iconic bands of all time. That, that's fair enough. Are you a big Toto guy? We were talking about Toto earlier. Are you a big Toto guy? 
big Toto guy. Uh, in the in the right frame of mind, in the right place and time, I'm a big fan of just about everything except uh, pina coladas. Um, so that you know, there's Toto had it. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a Toto fan, but there's a song here and there that could fit depending on what's going on. It feels like feels like good uh, road trip. Uh, part of a good road trip playlist. How much, like, like kids are so spoiled today. I mean, they really oh. are. Like, I mean, uh, from your phone, you can, you can listen to something, decide to buy it, to not buy it. If you do buy it, not only do you, can you buy just one song and immediately add it to your playlist of all your favorite songs, but you get the words right there as well. Yeah. So there's none of no, this like, what? and I don't, right? I mean, that was yeah. the hardest thing was sometimes you'd screw up the words for like three months and somebody's like, yeah, that's not actually the words. Well, and you know what's funny is it's like like my my kids, you know, there's there's I, I take pride in the fact that they've picked up on um, a few uh, legendary songs and um, even something I, I put this legendary in terms of uh, um, uh, Eminem um, and they. They like make fun of me because I don't know the lyrics as well as they do, and they feel like that's a song from my era or should be in my wheelhouse. And it's simply for the reason that you said. Like they instantly they hear something and they've got the lyrics in front of them, and you know within twenty twenty five minutes they've got it down and they've probably got dance moves that go along with it. So I'm just hanging on by a thread. Is is really the story here, Doug? I'm just. I'm speaking of speak, speaking of hanging speaking of hanging on by a thread, yeah. Who's going to play for Team USA at the <laughs> end of the month? What do you? What, uh, in, what do you? Well, mean? Bradley Bradley Beal's out, right? And yeah. now Jeremy yeah. Grant's uh, in protocol, and they're waiting on yeah. three players to come out of the NBA Finals. Like, I yeah, this thing goes seven. Do you think those guys are really going to want to play? Yeah. No. That it it it. Well, and. I mean, I would say no if it goes seven because the Olympics and international competition, while we think of it as being sort of a side hustle for NBA players, it is a grind because you are playing, first of all, you're unfamiliar with the game. Two, you're playing games one on top of the other. And because you are playing in an international competition and you're playing, you know, in many cases, like every game matters. Winning to advance matters. And uh, living uh, and, and competing in a foreign country, uh, all of it adds up to it is, it, it is a physical and mental drain unlike anything else. And, I'm, and as opposed to during the off season when, you know, if you tweak an ankle or shoulder or you do something, you know what, you can just shut it down or find a different way to train. You can't do that in international competition. You can't do that when you're playing for the gold. And so I would be very surprised if the guys, you know, that if this series goes seven games, that those guys are going to be really eager to, to go join a, a, a Olympic team that as of right now, uh, I, it's still favored, but they have a lot of work to do to figure out how they want to play and how they can play how they can play efficiently in order to bring back gold. And if you're not guaranteed a gold medal, I'll tell you, most guys are looking at it going, I don't know that I want to be associated with a silver or a bronze. Like I, I, if, if I'm not going to get the prize that I expect at the end of it, it might be just better for my brand that I sit this one out. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, okay. So do you know who is available? Probably vaccinated in shape <laughs> And is going to get the call. Yeah, no, I don't. And then there's the combination of, you know, it, it, it's also a matter of, you know, who does Pop want in the mix? And what, you know, who do they feel like they need right now? I feel as if the original composition of this team is very heavy on ball-dominant ball dominant ISO players and a little short on defensive oriented players and and that's where if you look you know going back to 2016 you didn't have quite as many stars but the team had an identity clay thompson kyle lowry uh jimmy butler 
you had a team that knew that it was going to live off of its defense and then it was going to try to get out and run uh, and score offensively that way. And, and that worked. And that is really the formula that has worked for the last three uh, Olympic medals. Our ability to adapt and develop a half-court set game that fits the international game from what guys are used to playing in the NBA, you just don't have the time to develop it at the level that you need. So they try to simplify it. We're going to defend like hell. We're going to pass ahead. We're going to try to get everything in transition offensively and allow our athleticism and speed and hopefully the depth of our roster, take, uh, we're going to take advantage of that. And, and, and this roster still could, but what you're seeing is, like, I thought, well, I certainly thought Bradley Beal was going to be part of their seven, eight-man rotation. I wondered whether, no, seven-man rotation. I thought that Jeremy Grant was the next probably likely candidate to be in that rotation. When you take those two guys out, you're now looking at six guys that I, I would feel comfortable leaning on. Everybody else is a question mark, Kevin Love included. And that's the, that's the issue that they're facing right now. Yikes. All right, let's get to last night's game. I felt like last night is a buyer beware for Phoenix. For the record, I love Chris Paul. I've always been a Chris Paul guy. But he's yeah. a 36-year-old, six-foot point guard. Yeah. who and you're not going to have it every night and you're going to have it fewer a fewer percentage of the nights the longer we go here and yeah. and I I think that people, I'm not sure everybody understood that game 1 wasn't a fair fight Milwaukee's coming off a couple of ridiculously difficult series and Chris Paul it was like his fifth game in a month now that he's played a couple of games he looked a little tired even with a couple of days yeah. off and he was he was not a he was not a helpful part of the Phoenix equation. In in your mind, is that one game, or are you with me? That's a little bit of a buyer beware in the future. Well, no, I I mean number one, I don't think it's one game. I think we've seen it three games since Drew Holiday has been uh, picking up picking him up ninety four feet a lot. Uh, it's fighting over screens and making Chris Paul earn everything that he can get, and it has made it difficult on Chris Paul. He's almost had to choose. Am I trying to create for somebody else, or am I trying to get get mine? And they, the, the, I get the sense that the Bucks have said, "Look, if Chris Paul can beat us with his mid range jumper, go have at it." But we're going to limit his ability to involve everybody else. We're not going to let him shoot threes, no matter how he's shooting them. Uh, we're not going to let him get to the cup, and so we'll we'll live with him uh, taking those mid range jumpers. And so as things have progressed, I think you have seen him wearing down. Now, as far as I think the question you're asking is, do we, you know, do you extend, do you extend him and, and, and how, how many years do you give him to extend him? It's a lot easier to answer that question if they end up winning a championship. Then it's like, you got us a championship. Yeah, we're probably going to eat or, or regret the last year or two of this deal, but we'll, we'll give you two years in a player option uh, as a reward for what you did, even though that is, you know, that, that's the way to, to bury your franchise. We're going to pay, we're going to pay ahead for, for winning a title, for winning, to w- winning our first title ever. Uh, so there's, there's that approach. Um, but I, I think you can get away with that. If Devin Booker becomes a smarter player, if Devin Booker becomes more than just, a, a streaky shooter. If Devin Booker makes decisions that when you put a Drew Holiday on Chris Paul and now you play Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton in a two-man game, that Devin Booker can be more efficient than just getting his shot, that he can get Ayton going, or he can find somebody else, or he can just make good decisions on which shots he's going to take and when, then I think you can live with Chris Paul going forward. It's it, it's a little bit like the Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and anybody out there listening, don't take this too far. But Dwayne Wade got to a point physically where he needed LeBron James to do more. And, and LeBron James was willing and able to do that, and that's why they ended up winning a couple championships. Hey, th- that's where we are with LeBron and Anthony Davis. And that's where we are with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Now, the question is, 
in both cases, Anthony Davis and Devin Booker, are they capable of developing a broader game, a more expansive game where, I don't know if I've said it to you, but I've said it plenty of times. My, my definition, uh, my distinction between a star and a superstar is a star gets his numbers. A superstar gets his numbers and he gets other people numbers. Right. And Anthony Davis is a star because he gets his numbers. Devin Booker is a star because he gets his numbers. Chris Paul and LeBron James, in my estimation, are superstars of lesser degrees, but superstars because they have the capability of getting theirs and getting numbers for others as well. And so you need that. You're, you're going to need that in both cases. You're exactly right. It's a good comparison where you've got two older guys, 36, 37 years old, who now need the younger gun to be more than just a ride-along star if they're going to continue to be effective and efficient with what they have left. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, let me give you my basketball stance on the block in comparison to LeBron. I, do I think it's we have to do this? No, but we're going to. Everybody else has, so I'll give you my two cents. Okay. Um, LeBron's is more impactful as in Game 7, a breakaway layup. Um, I think that Giannis is a, a more outstanding athletic feat because he's defending the ball screen. The ball is lobbed. He has to turn his hips, recover, and then without fouling, get on the other side of the rim and block a dunk. <laughs> do, do, do people understand how hard that is, what he did? What, what, yeah. what he did like, to recover that way? It's not that LeBron's block, which is above the square, isn't an unbelievable athletic feat, but he's got the angle. He's at full speed. It's pretty obvious that uh, Iggy didn't see him coming, and yep. Iggy had to had to double clutch because somebody else ran through to make him double clutch. But it was a, it was a clean block, but a clean run. But it's just sprint, jump up, block the shot. Great timing, as opposed to all the things Giannis did. You've covered it both. You've covered the league for a long time, for over twenty years. What's yep. your thoughts on the block last night as opposed to LeBron's? Well, look, I, LeBron's was more meaningful because of the situation. Which one was more impressive to me as a basketball play? Without question, it was, it was Giannis's. Because for just what you said, like LeBron had no other responsibilities on that play. He's tracking it from the very beginning. And the only thing that he's thinking is, I'm going to go up and I'm going to try to pin that uh, before it can it can go in. With Giannis, Giannis isn't even thinking about defending the lob. Giannis is thinking about stopping Devin Booker. Here comes the lob. Now I've tried. I've got to get back and defend this, and I've got to do it without fouling. Now I will say this: with both of those plays, the offensive players allowed those plays to happen. Andre Iguodala, if he doesn't double clutch, if he finishes stronger and go and 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 I mean he kind of hedged it, it opens the door for LeBron to make that play. If Andre Iguodala extends and gets it up there sooner, it's a goaltend. With DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker, uh, if Chris Paul is throwing that lob, Giannis doesn't have time to get to it because it would have come earlier. And I dare say it probably would have been a little closer to the rim. Devin Booker threw it a tick late and a, and a, and a tick too wide, which allowed Giannis to recover, to get up, and to block it without fouling. Because if you, if you watch it, and I've watched it a few times, like DeAndre Ayton really has to extend just to get the ball and gather it and start to bring it forward. And... When he points and is clear, like Devin takes turns the corner, there's a second there where I'm like, you, that, you, you need to throw it now. And it was almost like a half a beat more, and then he kind of threw it the one-handed floater that it just, look, it was good enough that, that DeAndre could would have flushed it. I'm not saying that. But it was off just enough that it no, opened I agree. the door for Giannis to make that play. And so in both cases, it's like, 
it's a great defensive play in, in, in both. I mean, amazing. But I dare say, and I don't have any to give you off the top of my head, but I know I've seen plays where the offensive player got did everything right and the defensive guy still made a play on the ball. And those are the ones where I just kind of step back and go, man, that, that, I don't know what to say about that because that is truly incredible. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay. Who do you like in the series as of now? I like the Bucks. I like the Bucks because uh, as I've seen through these playoffs, they've only gotten better uh, as the series has gone on. They've always played better on the road the second time they go into a building uh, than they did uh, the first time. They have, and they, and, and I believe that these games as we go forward are probably going to be close. And I just like the Giannis uh, Middleton combo. If we're going to go into a two man game, pick and roll at the end of games, and you're going to give me Giannis and Middleton versus Mikael Bridges and DeAndre Ayton, I like that better than Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton or Chris Paul and Devin, uh, I mean, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton against. Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo, two first-team all-defensive players. I also think the margin of error for the for the Bucks because of their just their massive advantage on the offensive boards. They've dominated that uh, that category in every single game. Game one was the closest when Phoenix, I think, had 11 and and Milwaukee had 18. But the last game, it was like 17 to 5. And that, like, you don't even have to be that buttoned up when you get that many second chance opportunities. In most cases, it's going to be right at the rim of second chance opportunity. It's really over. It's really hard to overcome that with a level of efficiency on your own. I think I agree with you. That's Rick Bucher. You can check him out on Fox Sports 1, covering all things on. Uh, um, on Speak for Yourself, Butte, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. You got it, Doug. Doug Gottlieb, show rolls on. Upcoming next, uh, we have the press. Oh, you're going to like this. Oh, you're going to like this. The documentary you've been waiting for is finally happening. Find out what I'm talking about next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? quarterbacks coaches well i talk about it all on the show i used to work for andy reed as a scout now i give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the nfl and you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year round listen to the three and out podcast with me john middlecoff on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts doug Gottlieb show fox sports radio let's get to the press at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Press. Isaac Lohenkron, what's in the press? Doug Variety reports that a new documentary about former football running back Reggie Bush and his involvement in the USC scandal is in the making. Variety says Bush, quote, is ready to tell his side of the story. The film will look at Bush's role in leading USC to multiple national championships, as well as the scandal that overshadowed that legacy, unquote. No word yet on what the title of the story of a national championship winning USC running back and the scandal that overshadowed his legacy will be but remember if i did it is already taken <laughs> just in case people uh, were wondering i would i would like to see a documentary on that era of usc football i honestly don't care about the reggie bush thing yeah i think the documentary is a bigger story the hysteria over Linert and uh, Pete Carroll, and all the way going back to Carson Palmer. Speaking of football, Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times reported that Tom Brady played all of last season with a partially torn MCL in his left knee. Finally had surgery after the Super Bowl. Ian Rappaport of NFL Media then reported, adding that it was actually a fully torn MCL that Brady played all of last season with and still was a Super Bowl MVP. I'm mean, pretty awesome stuff. I have a fully torn ACL. Uh, obviously, it's it's different. The MCL is painful. You can either one you can try and you can play with. Um, I would say it hurt his mobility, but there's not a lot of mobility to be had. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I didn't get them get one more story out. I thought there should be one more story out. All right, John Middlecoff will join us tomorrow. We probably had too much fun today. I'll probably get a call or a text you guys are having. And Red Sox-Yankees are postponed. It it feels a little like Groundhog Day, folks. Get vaccinated. We'll get through this. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.